the the worst part about having Van Gogh Van Van Gogh is the name of the cat sure. because he's missing an ear. Ah. Um, and he he once crawled he once crawled through some uh my landlord never watches this podcast. No, but uh he once uh Van Gogh once crawled through a homeless guy's shit mm-hmm. and then we accidentally let him in while we were <laughs> like half asleep and we woke up to like homeless person shit all over the apartment. Okay. We cleaned for maybe 10 hours. It was like one of, by far one of the worst days of my life. It sure. was so it was so Now, gross. do we know for sure that it was homeless person uh-huh. or did your did a roommate just come home really drunk and then <laughs> shit on my cat? <laughs> right. I don't know. Or just guy outside of a bar. You don't know the housing status of the purveyor of the boo. Could have been me. <laughs> could have been you. Could have been any could've of been us. Me. Anybody could have shit on that I'm crazy, man. I'm unpredictable. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics. I know. Which they would now perform in the first. Not roughly 24. Oh, there was more than that. In front of a live studio (laughs) audience in a show called... Stab. This is Stab, and a show by any other name would still be Stab. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist likes to push empty strollers in traffic just for attention. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. It's Benton Harshaw. <laughs> our, our second panelist once flipped off the sun and felt it get colder. He's an incredible comedian. It's Trip Hazard. And our third panelist eats their own weight in pancakes every year. They're an amazing writer and performer. It's Allie Rubin. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Neither animal, vegetable, or mineral. Welcome to the Stab Show. Kind of like the biathlon, except completely different. Let's meet tonight's panelist. Hey, Benton. Hey, Jesse. Hi there. Wasn't expecting that quick turnaround. <laughs> I know. So, well, we're in we're in show mode now, baby. Snap, snap, snappy. Uh, <laughs> You can feel the energy. I'm acting like there's anybody here. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I know. I know that there's two other panelists, yeah. <laughs> like online. But this does feel weirdly intimate. It is. Well, I don't think I've ever been alone with you. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not how to put that. But <laughs> that's fine. Um. Uh. Well, Benton, are you catching my creepy vibe? I just want witnesses. That's all I want. Well, that's that all camera, an audience is. That camera can be turned off real quick, and things can get <laughs> sticky. Uh, <laughs> oh, Benton, good to see you. It's good to see you. How uh, how's things? What have you been up to? Any uh, any, any anything worth noting? Shows? Any fun stuff? What's uh, going on? With uh, I had a gig cancel on me today. Nice for Saturday. Oh. Lightly pissed me off. But sure. Besides that, I've been. Been good. Been good. mostly been doing a lot of driving, yeah. and then that le- like watching the watching the like pay from shows get eaten up by gas, which yeah. has been very fun. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about um, the poor hardships of the uh, <laughs> of the the working the, workingish comedy, the the regional stand up comedians, yeah. regionally touring, yeah, aka. Oakland, Sacramento, oh, and San Francisco. They're actually going outside of Sacramento. Well, that's where it's getting you. That's and sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes Fresno. Oh, well. Sometimes even little old, small old, little old Fresno. Fresno. Uh, uh, long ago were the, uh, the gripes about tolls. Now it's just gas. Yeah. Now yeah. It's just, that's the garbage. Well, I mean, it's sad that. Putin didn't think about what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, what about the guys that want to hit three open mics in San Francisco? <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, well, sorry about Saturday, but good it's fine. It was it? for an old folks' home. Oh, that's not. And, the, and congratulations about Saturday. And dare I say, <laughs> the pay was not that good oh. for what it was going to be. Hmm. But it was like it's one of those things where you can tell the booker is just like. Very, very spacey. Okay. But it's it's fine. I guess I'll go hang out with my dad on his birthday. Ugh. I guess I'll go hang out with my dad. All right. Well, uh, sorry. Congratulations. Sorry. 
Okay. I guess in that order. I'm just you just wanted to know what was up with me. Well, that's, that is all that yeah. that's all that's up with me. This okay. is me. Uh the only time I get to actually talk to people uh is during shows. So I <laughs> I have to have to make it good. I have to make it count. Um good to see you. Good to see you. Uh trip. Holy holy baskets. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been was, it's been that much hair long. It's yeah, been, it's been <laughs> since about here-ish. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's it's been a while. What you been up to other than just surviving? I don't know. That's oh, what... I just booked a uh, just booked a, an old folks home show uh-huh. this weekend. I'm really excited <laughs> to literally kill it. I assume. Um, no, I did. Um, I don't go anywhere. Uh, so, uh, uh, things are. Relative, uh, it's a relative position of privilege to work from home, so I, that's I, I got that going for me. That is uh, hang out with neighborhood cats, sure. but don't take care of any of them. Sure, it is a solid position to be in. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask how your how's your archery? Oh, um, it's been a little bit. I might. Mm-hmm. I've got a <laughs> a year old uh, gift card that I might employ this weekend. Get some new gear. What is this reference to? No, it's there's no, there's I, no riddles to that. Archery one day. <laughs> Are you the Robin Hood of Midtown? I mean, I could Man be. Links archery. <laughs> I assumed it was training to hunt people for sport, but uh, I don't know. To be able to reach that point in life isn't that what we all strive to attain? Just a a place in our lives where we can have just random. People with no familial connections helicoptered into your private island. (laughs) Isn't that just the American dream? (laughs) It is as I understand it. Uh, Trip, what have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing? I mean, no show business? No, No, I have not not done any show business. Uh, I don't. Because part of the the fun for me is like writing for for things like this as opposed to um, the crafting of five minutes or ten minutes and getting it just exactly right. Like, once I get a couple laughs, I go, that's pretty good, and then I give up on it. So uh, this is my milieu. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly the wheelhouse of this. Couple laughs, and then fuck it. I feel good, yeah. Well, then I didn't realize I was... I was keeping you from your true calling for so long. I'll make sure you're on the show more often. <laughs> uh, yeah, now that we found uh, easier ways to contact me since I get messages months late on Facebook. Yeah. So. Well, that's why I, there's also nothing below your name because as I, as I understand it, there is no uh, social media presence for Trip. So That is exactly right. <laughs> Good for you. Amen Good to that. You. Amen to that. Yeah. <sighs> Somehow, somebody got out. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you again. Now I got Now that you readjusted in your seat, I got to re- recrop your window again. Hold on. No. I'm sorry. Stop. Should I stop with me? <laughs> I didn't know I was cropped. Oh, it's within an inch of your life. That's the that's the stab way. All right. Well, good to see you again. Uh, and yeah, now that I know you've been just jonesing for the quick disposable comedy of the stab show. Right. Jetski all... jonesing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when somebody actually watches or listens to these shows. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad most people don't. Uh, good to see you, Trip. Uh, and Allie, hey there. Hey there. Oh, How's it going? I'm well. I've been wanting oh. to get you back. As I, oh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, let's let's it's dial so that back cool. a little it's bit. So so rare that you that you get an honest answer to that question. <laughs> you know, it's refreshing. Yeah, was that honest though? Uh, <laughs> No, I think it is. I think I'm well. There you go. I've been, I've upgraded from, ugh, you know, to well. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, how are you? You just finished a, a run of a sketch show down there in LA. Yeah, I, I sure did. It was for four weeks. It was called the Jazz Circus. You can no longer buy tickets to it. It's over <laughs> forever. Uh, and it feels, it, you know, I have that feeling of like relief that you get when you do a show and oh, then no. you don't have to do the show anymore. So. That's where I'm at a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What episode is Stab on? <laughs> oh, you know, this will probably be 315 or something. Yeah, well, this will never end. But no, I know the exact feeling from when I did uh, Sketch for the longest time. It was um, <laughs> the only time it ever felt good was immediately after the show when you could sigh and 
didn't have everything crushing uh, and uh, yeah that's the best part of sketch maybe that's why yeah. I, I did that for so long too <laughs> but yeah just the relief and the release wait am i oh, i'm not even in the right place oh yeah there we go hi uh well good to have you and um i can't remember if you were starting your move or if you had already moved since last we talked you're back I you're in la think now I've yeah, I think I've done one or two shows since I moved to L.A. Okay, So, sure. yeah, I, I've been here coming up about a year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, how about we start this show, though? <laughs> Segment one is still reorganization. I'm sorry. I'm not. It's one of the best segments. How about you just settle down? Uh <clears throat> Over my years of living and being and doing, I've heard of the Elks Lodge. To this day, I still have no idea what they are or what they do. And I say to this day because even though I discovered the more full name of the organization, the BPOE, or Benevolent uh, and Protective Order of Elks, that was as much new information about the group as I was going to allow into my head. So let's forget what we already don't know about the benev Benevolent twice two for two couldn't say benevolent oh i got it on the third <laughs> no uh <clears throat> the benevolent and protective order of elks and instead come up with who or what else bpoe might stand for or represent to you benton harshaw bpoe uh bpoe okay uh classic benton starting <laughs> the first prompt mm -hmm. so it's a commercial so oh, imagine yeah. a, a the, the TV Classic. and screen flickers, and then a guy walks on screen. Hey, I've been on 15 times. Uh, I usually start with a commercial. Yeah. And a guy walks on screen. Do you have a white man who's active on Facebook every day in your life? Is he your uncle, your father, some guy who you don't know how you friended him, but for some reason you feel bad if you unfriended him? Because you've been friends since Zuckerberg put this piece of shit online? Are these people causing you pain? Intense physical pain? With every word they post or say out loud? They might be suffering from BPOE. Big Pending Opinion Energy. <laughs> big Pending Opinion Energy is an affliction, affliction that affects mostly older men who could live perfectly happy lives without commenting or getting angry at every event that happens around them. It affects only Americans, and it is terminal. Until recently. We here at the BPOE clinic want to help these men. We help them by doing carefully conducted exposure therapy. We show these men things like whatever Lizzo just posted on Instagram, the local school board election, even though their kid doesn't go to that school district, whatever they're doing down in Florida, their dead fathers, their dying mothers, or their mediocre children. We recognize it seems impossible for them to contain telling people what they think, but with care and understanding, we can beat this disease. Here's one of our patients now. How are you, sir? Bidets are racist. <laughs> All right, a wonderful day to you, too. One of our newer cases. When the treatment become advanced, we put them into a, sort of a, a hyper chamber of exposure. And by employing our most advanced middle schoolers, we insult them and say things and challenge them not to explain anything to them. It's the last form of this deadly disease and one day we can cure it call the number below <laughs> oh yeah the character that became less southern as the bit went on <laughs> that's all right <laughs> that's just that's just how it goes <laughs> everybody loses the drawl and uh and uh, somehow they hate more when they lose <laughs> Oh no, that's uh, that's uh, that's terrible. Um, What's terrible? The accent? No, I mean the the accent is just that's that's classic Harshaw. Listen, it's I'm from the <laughs> listen. I'm from the South. Well, um, is Tennessee the South <laughs> or what is it? Kentucky? Wow, I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah. Wow, I couldn't remember. Check your privilege. Still, is Jones. Kentucky? Aren't they parallel? 
Aren't they? <laughs> yes, all states are parallel. No, I mean like directly connected. Aren't they just like side no. by side? Kentucky and Tennessee, aren't they? Indiana is a docking. No, they're not docking. <laughs> all right, wasn't just, sure. Just, just move on. <laughs> Go to whoever's next. Oh, all right. <laughs> but yes, uh, I don't have. I've I've taken to muting. Uh, instead of unfollowing, is that uh, more of the coward's way out? I'm not sure. <laughs> I just check it once a month. Yeah, I, I check it once a month and for five minutes, and I'm like, oh, that's why I don't do this. And <laughs> that's then... fair. I wish I could do that. I really do. <laughs> <sighs> like Trip Hazard has disconnected from the world. Hey, Trip, let's uh, let's welcome you back into the fold with your BPOE. Thanks. I finally have appropriate hair for this. <clears throat> okay, I know it like it's new, but I mean, there's always new stuff. So that's an opportunity for dudes like us to learn and reframe our current understanding of the world and existence. New words and ideas help us express ourselves more clearly. Like last month, when you told your dad you didn't want to be a lawyer, Instead, you wanted to be an HVAC tech? I recall <laughs> you shared that he was pretty upset at first. But he opened himself up to that new information, and that helped him accept you for who you are and more than just a person in a job role. Or, or like when Mrs. Edwards told the class she was getting a divorce. I mean, that really helped us see her as a person with a life outside of English lit. And I mean, I know I found it added some powerful context to our lesson on the toxic elements of Catherine and Heathcliff's relationship in Wuthering Heights. So like, let's just take a minute, reflect on the fact that the singular they has been utilized since the 14th century, man. Somebody forgot their umbrella? I hope they don't get rained on. That's a perfectly common, understandable sentence. So I guess what I'm saying is, bro, Pronouns offer elucidation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've <laughs> I've forgotten um, the the wonderful uh, <laughs> woke Empathic surfers. Yeah, the wonderful woke bro character that trip <laughs> trip brings almost every show. I forgot that. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> They're a lot of fun <laughs> to imagine their adventures. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I just read this meme. <laughs> and you know what? Other people have problems. <laughs> we need more woke bros. Yeah. A plus. We do. <laughs> you know, you know, chicks have it rough, bro. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maybe we shouldn't call them chicks, though, you know? One step at a time, bro. One step at a yeah. time. No, like... <laughs> I recognize the chicks have it tough. How about, how about we just get there in our own speed, all right? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is a safe like, place to practice and learn. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> we're growing. My growth yeah. doesn't have to be the same speed as your growth, bro. That doesn't mean I'm not growing. Right. Bro, I thought I consent was a condiment. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was in the, in the packets between yeah. the relish and the <laughs> sriracha. Yeah, yeah. Put a little consent on that hot dog. Little... Oh yeah. yeah, the keto Chicago style hot dog. Is consent. <laughs> yeah, just a little consent. <laughs> just a little horseradish consent. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Trip. Good to have you back. <clears throat> uh, also welcoming Mac Alley with your BPOE that kept getting louder. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember a couple years ago when all the bees went missing or whatever, and all the scientists <laughs> were like, uh, this is bad news for society. Well, my question is, what happened with that? It was such a big deal, and then literally nothing happened. I'm like, am I stupid? Is this what adulthood is? We all just have to learn about horrible things and then we have to keep paying taxes like everything's fine? <laughs> okay. I'm not going to take it anymore. I hereby demand that all bees tell me what the fuck is going on with them 
because I'm frankly a little tired of being made a fool of by these buzzy little critters. Even if, even if they do store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as a honey stomach. <laughs> and that is because BPOE stands for bees piss off everybody. <laughs> it's true. Oh, the honey stomach. That's where I know you from. Yeah. 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 Glad I didn't have I'm to gonna, wait for the honey stomach. <laughs> I'm going to, Jesse, when you're on your deathbed one day, I'm going to show up and I'm going to honey stomach you. <laughs> this, uh, the, the honey stomach is is Allie's uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd Mac and Me clip. Mm. <laughs> well, that's, right. that's pretty generous. I think it's just a dumb thing I don't like not doing. Well, <laughs> I think that's the exact description of Paul Rudd's appearances on Conan. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> playing the stupid Mac and Me. Do you not know the Mac and Me clip? I have no idea oh, what you're talking okay. about. Well, do, just do your own research, all right? All right, okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> you give me the Wi-Fi password, oh, I could look okay. it up. No. I just changed that for a reason. No. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Wonderful reorganizations. Now it's pickup lines. Let's make it smutty. <clears throat> We've all been there. Some hotsy totsy little mama or papa, all standing there and waiting to be flirted on. I mean, just begging for it. What do you do? Well, friend, you need yourself a satchel full of foolproof pickup lines. And we've got just the thing for you, assuming you're attempting to pick up these very specific three suitors. If so, your groin is welcome from us to them. So let's hear three of your best pickup lines to or from the following things. One, 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 two, two, two. You guys know how segment two works. Why do I keep saying that? Benton, let's hear your first pickup line to or from allergens. Okay. Are you tree sperm trying to get into my eye or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like that? Huh? <laughs> that's that's why your eyes are itchy. It's yeah. tree sperm. I mean, <laughs> we all know it. We just try not to say it. Mistaking <laughs> your eye for a fertile embryo. Yeah, well, it's all, it's so moist. <laughs> and ready to catch that seed. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Trip, let's get away from that, even though we're going to have to come back to it later. Uh, let's hear your first of three pickup lines to or from a Kickstarter campaign. Okay, so I, I made sure to look up actual Kickstarter campaigns. Okay. So, <clears throat> I, just as long as you didn't contribute to any of them. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Why, hello, what's your name? What have I done? A short horror film about a werewolf here in Sacramento? 11 days left, 5% funded? That is my favorite name. I would, I would love to back you in any way that you're open to accepting, and my donations, while abrupt... Can be substantial and may take a few days to process. Nice. <laughs> That's good. Oh, how many days left? 5%? 11 days left, 5% funding. Oh, man. That's always so sad. It looks cool. Yeah. I hope you guys succeed. <laughs> get a big push. <laughs> Going to get that stab bump from all. Right. Oh, let's not look at how many people are watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Trip. Uh, finishing the first time through. <laughs> Ali Rubin, let's hear your pickup lines to or from to or from unprotected lefts. Hey baby, are you an unprotected left turn? Because I will do anything I possibly can do to avoid you under any circumstances. <laughs> it's not you. I am afraid of death. <laughs> oh man, well more unprotected lefts for me because I love them. <laughs> uh, it's literally the worst thing about moving back from LA to Sacramento. It's literally the worst thing. Mm -hmm. Protected lefts. Just take that light out. All right. Sorry. Uh, clearly, I had my own sexy axe to grind. Uh, <laughs> back around. Second pickup line to or from allergens. Uh, damn, girl. I want to make love to you unprotected because I'm allergic to latex. <laughs> But you are also latex, so that is probably a non-starter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, love finds a way, though, Benton. Listen, you gave me the, the one that could be most interpreted as sexual. Well, Spark. maybe. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Unprotected lefts are pretty sexy. Uh, <laughs> it's got unprotected in the name, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Benton. Uh, trip. Pick up line number two. Kickstarter okay. campaign. 
Oh, respectfully yours, a queer young adult contemporary romance debut novel here in Sacramento. It's 23% funded, has 42 days to go. I would kick myself if I didn't come over here and let you know that I'm hoping to hear more about your interests, your hopes and dreams. Really getting to know you on a more exclusive level. Like the one you've set for $100, that includes all previous rewards, along with a signed mini-comic by the author and artist with only 9 of 20 left. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's 1100 like Huh? I feel like we have to donate to these causes. I do. I do at this point. <laughs> no, I was like, they see, I was like, that's why I, I wanted to pick ones that were like, that seemed actually fun. Yeah. It seemed cool. But that one has time. 23% fun. It's like a quarter of the way. 40 days is a lot of fun. So yeah. I feel like. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already working yeah. out. So that's $1,100 right off the top. If 11 of 20 $100 levels. How much mm-hmm. money do they, do they need to fund their novel? If it's 23%. Like, like, a, you can look it up. There's a whole little process. That's true. Because they're... Kind of do a good solid printing. You know? Okay. All right. Oh, so they already have the novel. They're just printing it. I think so. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's I, just. I had less than 24 hours to work <laughs> There was not less than 24 hours. You guys got this like yesterday around noonish. There was plenty of time. Just on a small press. Some of us have. We have daily siestas we need to take. Oh, I don't fair. understand why you think we did the writing for this. Well, like I've said many times, um, no matter no matter how early I would have gotten these, they wouldn't have gotten started until noon today anyway. So hopefully you're all of the same uh, ilk. Such a go-getter. Noon. I mean, maybe. I start looking at them at noon. And then, <laughs> then figure out which ones are going to be more difficult. Um, uh, Allie, uh, how about a second unprotected left's pickup lines? Hey, baby. Are you an unprotected left turn? Because you remind me of my own mortality, and I hate that. <laughs> my skeleton, my skeleton is fragile, and my skin, even more so. These are just a couple of the things I think about whenever I see you, Valentine. <laughs> All right. So I guess they didn't have unprotected lefts in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, in Michigan, we have Michigan lefts. I think they have them in Maryland too. It's where you turn right at the intersection, and then you go down a little ways and make a left. Safely on the other street. Uh, okay. Protective left, I Sure. So I don't um, even know what those are. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, fine. To each their own. <laughs> Imagining let's, it. Okay. Let's finish up some pickup lines. Third time around, Ben. Pickup lines, Stuart from Allergens. Girl, every time you're near me, I start getting all hot and bothered. Then I get a rash on all points of contact I've had with you. (laughs) Then my breathing becomes restricted and I get vertigo. Then I yell for my mom to get the EpiPen. And when she looks in her purse, she finds a regular pen that just looks a lot like an EpiPen we keep at home. And I tell her, you forgot the EpiPen, dummy. If I wasn't adopted, you'd care enough to remember it. Then I go into anaphylactic shock while she looks for an outlet to charge her phone so she can call the paramedics. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's still slightly better than uh, a pen uh, <laughs> stolen uh, after <laughs> after signing your bill. At listen, Epi's. Listen, so. <laughs> listen, if you don't have an EpiPen, a pen is the next best thing. Yeah. Just jab it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. They'll just trach you real quick. Yep. Will that help? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, thank you, Benton. Uh, Trip, your third time with a Kickstarter. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> legitimately looking forward to the Kickstarter you're going to attempt to pick up this time. <laughs> hey. Uh. Hey there, the Broken Arrow, once-in-a-lifetime experience for book lovers, foodies, and the young at heart in Sheboygan, Michigan. 1% funded, 12 days left. How about I pledge $500 or more? You let me sample your legendary cheesecake. Oh, that's already on the menu? Well, then maybe we should talk about setting some stretch goals. <laughs> well, just rob a bank. Funded. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah. Uh, that's not great. It sounds like a fun... Day, like a good, that's a great idea. Like maybe it's just like a fun picnic day you plan instead of turning it into a restaurant. Mm. Well, now I gotta know what all is involved in this once in a lifetime uh, experience. 
Uh, but that's tough. One percent. Yeah. Ugh. Not a lot of time. I'm pulling for you, Broken Arrow. Uh, <laughs> and wrapping up pickup lines, Allie, your third of three to or from Unprotected Lefts. Hey, baby, are you an unprotected left turn? Because you remind me of the first time I ever thought about my own death. I was, <laughs> I was microwaving a frozen burrito, and I thought, what would happen if my body was in the microwave instead of the burrito? I thought I might get superpowers, but my mom told me I'd probably just die. Anyway, I can't stay for dinner. I just wanted to let you know that you make me uncomfortable, Valentine. <laughs> Yeah, we should get we should get an audience in here again. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed hearing laughter. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that. Do you not hear my backpack laughing? No, it's <laughs> I hear him loud and clear. <laughs> it's just the rustling of nylon on nylon. It's not as satisfying. No, that's satisfying. Uh, segment three: closing arguments. Um, I can't remember who's all done these, but I. Have I given it to the lawyer's son yet? I can't. <laughs> the law, multiple lawyers. Oh, I have. Well. I have you know. All right. My well, mother is a lawyer. Then, used to be. Then this should be uh, <laughs> very accurate. Um, closing arguments. You knew from the start this case was. I, I don't know why I decided to go with a. a <laughs> yeah, a, like a pre, a pre diss on me. <laughs> a budget Tommy Lee Jones there. I'm not sure what I was going for. <clears throat> You knew from the start that this case was going to be a difficult one. Your client is generally pretty reviled. So it was going to take something special for you to win the day, counselor. Now's your chance. Change some minds with your one final flourish. In closing arguments, it's your job to convince a jury that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. Dazzle them with your conviction to avoid a conviction. You see that word, please? Um, so... Now, this one might be the least um, offensive that we've had in a closing argument. Uh, some people might not have that big of a problem with this one. So you may be getting off a little uh, little light here, Benton. But let's hear your closing arguments in defense of resume exaggerations. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, before we wrap up this k -k kangaroo court... <laughs> They will no doubt convict my client because of twumped up charges. Let me make one more appeal to your reason, to your sensibilities as people worthy of seeing justice in the world you live in. My client, as you know, is lying about shit on your resume, which is not awful. It is not wicked. It is in fact necessary. How else can someone that's afraid of water scuba dive? How else could we get a small-dicked porn star? How else will we get a spineless politician, a grumpy cashier, an illiterate English teacher? In short, how could anyone on this planet in this time get any fucking job? <laughs> For example, and this is purely a fiction that I am spinning, mm -hmm. say... A dick pump salesman wanted to be a defense attorney. <laughs> Purely hypothetical situation. Now, we know that being a door-to-door -door dick pump salesman is a respectable job. Honorable, in fact. Just the other day, one came to my door, and I remarked on how handsome and smart he was, and how much his father approved of what he was doing, and that he's not just a high school dropout who never finishes what he starts. I'd say that of all current and former dick pump salesmen. But say... This man wanted a better life, a life where he didn't have a script that said he must tell customers that he's not only selling dick pumps, but he is also a client. Now, you might understand why that guy might want to be a, lo a lawyer. And would that be so hard? You'd have to say bad people aren't bad. Oh, no. Maybe throw a southern accent that sounds almost offensive, but borders kind of on the okay side. 
<laughs> maybe some words like sensibility or kangaroo court. <laughs> now, this man might not know what these big fancy words mean, but it doesn't mean he shouldn't be able to lie to a law firm about going to DeVry Law School. <laughs> And even if this man was caught lying, he should not be punished, but rather celebrated for pulling it off. <laughs> I'm sure the jury will come to the proper conclusion. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go defend Johnny Depp in the other courtroom. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Way to keep it topical. <laughs> I, I almost finished, I finished the bit and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Something I, a headline I saw on NBC. I got to get in there. One more thing. One more thing. I mean, when this podcast comes out next year, everyone will be like, "What's Johnny Depp on Tuesday?" <laughs> what was going on with Johnny Depp back in April of 2022? Being an innocent man. That's what. Oh. Wow. An in. I don't know anything about the case. I know God. people on YouTube say he's innocent. I don't know. Ne- never met. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, people on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> they would know. <laughs> Thank you, Benton. Uh, well, now this might be the other end of the spectrum here. I don't know how this is defensible at all, but go ahead. Let's give it a try. Oh, I feel like I have a pretty solid case. Okay, well, Trip, uh, let's hear your defense. Uh, your closing arguments in defense of close talkers in 2022. Mm-hmm. Now, first off, let me remind you of the injustice and waste of time put upon all of us here in the court today <laughs> by the very nature of these accusations. These quiet, upstanding citizens should be at work today, hosting the smooth jazz hour at your local public radio station or <laughs> providing content to the apparent millions of ASMR fans around the nation. <laughs> And back when the pandemic was being acknowledged, we certainly kept all our our distance. But people need contact. They need intimacy. That's exactly what these close talkers are providing. That personal warmth and and touch that you, they recognize you need. As your eyes grow wide by their approach, they understand maybe you're a little surprised, a little bit shocked. That's only a sign of how much you've missed the closeness. Finally, Your Honor, may I approach the bench? Thank you. (laughs) See, jury members, the very act of my approaching the bench is a sign of my respect. That's exactly what my clients are doing, merely paying you and everyone the deepest honor by risking their very lives to be close to you. And if that is a sign of honor, surely risking even more lives mean they are showing even more honor and respect. (laughs) I rest my game. I only disagreed more and more with every word you said. (laughs) I I felt myself wanting to back away as you were talking. (laughs) I was going to lean up here, but I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Trip. I didn't like him before. Uh, Now, I can't imagine. Um... And Allie. Oh, boy. All right. Well, this isn't great either. So let's hear your closing arguments in defense of unwanted advice from someone whose life is clearly worse than yours. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me tell you a story. The year was 2021, and my stepson, Braden, had just invented invested $17 in a cryptocurrency called MILF coin that was doing big numbers. <laughs> he, he called me up on my quick cricket wireless flip phone and said, man, you got to invest in MILF coin. I just invested $17 in MILF coin and I've already made $400,000. <laughs> if Braden can strike it big on MILF coin, I must be able to re- win really big. After all, my muscles are bigger than Braden's and my hairline has receded less than his, although he can drink way more twisted teas at once than I ever could. <laughs> so I promptly invested my life savings in MILF coin, and the very next day, I find out I owe the IRS $46 million. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, did I lose all my money and then some? You bet. But did I learn a valuable lesson about family? Unfortunately, no. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Sometimes I black out if I haven't had like 20 twisted D's. So I guess <laughs> what I'm is, 
ladies and gentlemen of the jury, keep it twisted. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) It seems unfair. It seems unfair that so many stupid people have made so much money. I don't understand it. I don't. I want. I want. I want someone. <laughs> I want to know where I can buy a milf coin. Yeah, I, I'd like to. That sounds like a good investment. <laughs> I hit mean, me up. Hit me up after the show. I'll, I'll get you into milf coin. <laughs> You're gonna want to bring a helmet. <laughs> full, oh, of, full of cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they meant. Uh, <laughs> Segment four. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. I don't know why I have to put it that way. Segment four. Yay! Uh, <laughs> the little podcast that could. It just <laughs> chugs along at a pace that seems unreasonable. Uh, <laughs> and for way too long. Nine nine plus years? Who wanted that? Uh, <laughs> not this. I mean, I guess I did. Here I am. <laughs> I went from over there to over here. Clearly, I wanted more. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Segment four, <laughs> angry poems. Art is subjective. Rage is not. So rage-based art is clearly, unquestionably, the purest form of expression known to human animals. So why not show off what separates you from the beasts, besides the fact that you pay taxes, in write an angry poem about it, as the segment title suggests. Wow, that was a poor, poor ramp into that. <clears throat> Besides the fact that you paid... T- I'm not going to edit this. What are we doing? Uh, and write an angry poem about it. As the segment title suggests, we'd like to hear your angry poems about the following subjects. Benton Harshaw, let's hear your angry poem about forearm. Forearm. Just one. Forearm. <laughs> forearm. Forearm. It works into the rest of the bit. All right. Quick warning. Forearm. Some of this rhymes. Uh, listen, you fucking foot of flesh. <laughs> With me, I wish you did not mesh. That's where the rhyming stops. When I'm carrying something heavy, say, my mamma's county fair winning fritter, you're the first part of my body to get tired. The first, the first, the very first, the worst. Now my bicep, not my my bicep, not my my shoulder, not even my little fingies, but my stupid throbbing forearm my little stupid forearm holding my mamma's fritter on the day of the church picnic and not just any church picnic the first church picnic of spring which is my mamma's favorite church picnic why you forearm why are you so weak why couldn't you hold the fritter it wasn't the pastor's fault reverend sykes was talking to us about youth group before we could put down the fritter on the potluck table. The potluck table. He didn't know. No. We stood there, and you started to shake. You started to crumble. You started to bake. It's you that let my mamma's fritter fall. You were the one. Now as my mamma's meaty hands pant pound down on me, you cannot even protect me. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Comes from a from a real <laughs> a real place, a dark place, a real dark place. Listen, I bring it all to stab. Yeah, cheaper that was, than that was like a Cormac McCarthy. That was straight out of the road. It felt like that was the highest compliment someone has ever paid me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that useless foot of flesh. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Benton. No problem. Well done. And I had to I had to give you forearm, uh, since I'm asking of Trip, uh, their angry poem. Uh, I don't I, I guess I <laughs> I emphasized it in my head to make it too so. Um, <laughs> Trip, let's hear your angry poem about alarm. I've been working my way through the kings and queens and the dirt sheets for years, <laughs> night after night, oh, taking on the old dogs and the new covers. And yet I find there's one pee under my mattress, one bug I can't get rid of. You, every day, every morning, you are there pestering me, badgering me, giving me no rest. 
keeping me from achieving my goal of championship sleep. Well, turnabout is fair play, and now you aren't going to get any rest from me. Tonight, I am going to end you. I am going to pull the plug, and you will fall silent, never to wake me again. Rest, ring the bell. No, wait. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I didn't see a promo being cut on alarm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think of anything else. It was an angry, po- an angry poem. I was like, I'm gonna, I've been watching AEW lately. So I was like, it's going to be in a promo. Sure. Might as well. Uh, how much I hate my alarm clock. So. Yeah. 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 Not a big fan of alarms myself. <sighs> Especially snoozing. Can we just can we just get up? How many times? <laughs> Stop it. That's just being hit in the face over and over. That's choosing to be hit in the face. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so we've heard <laughs> we've heard angry poems about forearm. We've heard uh, angry poems about <laughs> alarm. <laughs> Allie, let's hear your angry, angry poem about a farm. <laughs> 10 out of 10, no notes. Yeah. <laughs> Old MacDonald had a farm. Mm-hmm. Old MacDonald received federal subsidies for corn. <laughs> <laughs> subsidies for corn, the most abundant crop in the United States, have far surpassed those for any other crop, estimated to have totaled more than $116 billion since 1995. This is followed by subsidies for wheat at $48.4 billion and for soybeans at $44.9 billion over that same period. To read more, go to, uh, please, uh, if you need a pen, take a second oh. to get a pen, uh, https colon slash slash www.americanactionforum.org slash research slash and all these words are separated by dashes, primer <laughs> agriculture subsidies and their influence on the composition of U-S food supply and consumption, backslash, pound sign, IXZZ7R8GXPVD, capital B. Follow us at AAF on Twitter. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy a good found poem. <laughs> <laughs> It was angry in its own way. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, I think the angriest part of it was that way too hyphenated folder. <laughs> That's too much. Let's, let's, yeah. let's sum that up. Let's break Someone has to talk to the AAF about their, their website, <laughs> website hygiene. Yeah. That's yeah. just... We're just going to have to bitly this to everyone. <laughs> <It's just> gonna, <laughs> we're going to have to tiny URL this. Otherwise, how many, hyphen, how many words? This is too much. All right, guys, we've made it to segment five. Congratulations. Oh, no, please. Please keep it down. All the backpacks in the audience, please. (laughs) More did trickle in. (laughs) Uh, Segment five, it's location, location, location. The need to provide important services to our communities drives a lot of people to be the change they want to see. They open up shop and embedder their local areas through their wares. You aren't quite that, though. In location, 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 you're starting your business in a location that might not be ideal for said business. But you're made of stuff too strong to be stopped. So how about you go ahead on and convince us why we should be patronizing your business any old ways. Benton Harshaw. Hey there. Howdy. See, you made it through. Yeah. In in this close proximity with virtual supervision. Other people came and I felt more comfortable. And I let loose. All right. This is the. Wait, did you already announce what the bit no, was? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Because one day I'm just gonna pet you. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Woo! You gotta, you gotta drop a thread in every once in a while. Keep them on their toes. Yeah, um, so I, hi. <laughs> let's get back to the bit. Uh, <laughs> location, location, location. Your business. You sell guided tours to people's own homes. Hmm. All right. Starting. Yes. Oi, do you want a taste of the outback? <laughs> do you want adventure at every corner? Do you want to get rid of your uncle that won't leave your house, even though he said he was only going to stay a few nights to get his bearings after the divorce? Well, if you do, come on down to Mike Wallaby Jr. Jackman's hunting safari for your house. 
Then we'll get, we're hunting your uncle to get him right on out of here and into his own studio apartment behind the mattress firm on the edge of town. We'll roam the halls, hunting, moving under the darkness of the lights. Your uncle said he'd replace because he's real good at carpentry and shit, he said. <laughs> he moved in and said he was going to do all the dishes, and we moved past that swamp, creeping, settling, finding our bearings. We passed your grandma. She's in her bathrobe with her knockers out. Don't speak too loudly. She's a herbivore, but she'll startle easily, and she's just wanting the watering hole. We move past your cousins, wild beasts, laughing, dancing in circles. Don't look them directly in the eye or that we'll be hunting a different prey. And then we see your uncle standing in the kitchen. The flame is on of the gas burner, and he's holding his hand in front of it like De Niro in Taxi Driver, trying to get some feeling after his divorce. We lightly ask, hey, maybe you could move out, mate. And he says nothing. Just looks, turns on another gas burner. (laughs) Holds more of his arm out. And then we say, all right, it's time for you to leave. And then I bring out my elephant rifle. And he goes, all right, hold it up. He's Australian too. (laughs) Absolutely. And he starts to back away. And we make him pack up his stuff. And he starts to leave one thing so he can come back because he says he left it behind. And we say, no, you take that too. And he doesn't reach for it. And we shoot his finger off. And then he grabs it in his mouth. And he goes off to a better place. And we say, see you at the reunion. And that's the experience I could give you if you went to my business at Mike <laughs> Wallaby Jr. Jackman's hunting safari. All right. Uh, there's a reason you've had me on this podcast 15 yeah. times. Yeah. It's uh, my diverse white accents. Oh, so many. <laughs> so many. And <laughs> and and the the clue the clue that uh all you wrote for that prompt was the name. <laughs> I picked up by how much eye contact you were going for over. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was just that that was, was actually mostly that was actually mostly written. Oh, was it? Yeah, around the cousins thing. Okay. It was improv. But <laughs> Mike Wallaby Jr. Jackman came yeah. to me first. Sure. <laughs> Everything has a, a spark. <laughs> Something that gets it going. <clears throat> I can honestly say that uh um not where I expected guided tours of people's own homes would go. So good. Good. I like being surprised. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Benton, hey, how can people uh, enjoy more Benton Harshaw outside of this particular episode of the Stamp Show? Uh, I don't know. To have a kid and name it Benton Harshaw? Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want one of your own. Uh, this won't come out for a year, I'm so working. I'm not sure what dates to plug here. <laughs> Mostly social medias. How about we go there? Evergreen. Evergreen uh, at Uh You can email me at Harshaw. For love advice, and uh, I'll send you a—I'll uh, send you one of the short stories I'll never show anyone. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Right. Let's just assume I'll be headlining the Gotham Theater a year from now. Probably. So August twentieth, Gotham you know Theater. This is a. <laughs> this is a, our own little time capsule, guys. Sure. Let's go ahead and <laughs> let's go ahead and drop our dreams in here, and we'll check back <laughs> in let's say August. Uh, July. We'll see how quickly I can get these turned around. Yeah, you can find me on Def Jam Comedy. Uh, <laughs> oh, he knew. Somehow Benton knew. I'm watching it now. <laughs> In 2023 when this came out. No, I'm doing better. I promise. Well, thank you, Benton. Good to have you as always. I'd love to be here. <laughs> Trip. Let's wrap up the second part of the fifth prompt. You know what? Uh, <laughs> let's hear your pitch for your business. You run a petting zoo in international waters. <laughs> Hi, I'm cool pastor Chris Stevens, here to share the good news with you today. No, not about Jesus. You'll hear plenty of that when you arrive. Instead, I want to take a minute to share about the International Missions Ark experience. If you're anything like me, 
you grew up hearing the incredible story of Noah's Ark, wondering about that incredibly loving God who drowned the entire world just to show Noah how special it was. Well, God gave little seven-year-old me a vision that one day I'd be as special as Noah, and now it's come true. Through undisclosed donors not named Lobby Hobby, we have managed to recreate Noah's Ark on a defunct aircraft carrier, only we did one better. Old Noah may not have had access to animals in the Americas or, say, Madagascar, but we do. We have gathered two of everything, no matter how endangered or hermaphroditic, and we're keeping them here, available to you and your family. Come and enjoy. It's just a short boat or helicopter ride from Little St. James Island. You know the one. It's now under new ownership. So, come on by. <laughs> Thank you, Trip. That sounds as horrific as I was expecting. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Trip. Um, well, let's see. This is a difficult question for you. I got. I always bring cool things. I mean, obviously, I listed out. It's not me per se, but like I listed cool. Uh, That's true. Possibly getting funded. Uh, Kickstarters, but uh, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, my brother is doing a podcast with his friends. It's called Reliterated. Uh, that's a podcast by three forty-year-old uh, Michigander guys. They're revisiting the children's books of their childhood, uh, oh. discovering how they have and have not matured since then. Okay. Uh, maybe sort of learning some literary criticism along the way. Well, awesome. They are having a wonderful time. Uh, I've really enjoyed numerous episodes. So, uh, All right. If you like hearing grown men talk about children's books from the 90s. I mean, who, That's where you find them. Uh, you can find them variously across the internet at look up reliterated. Uh, if you're interested in learning a language, I'll recommend Esperanto. The, <laughs> intentionally, the, English, uh, the easiest language to learn. Uh, it can also help your brain to learn further languages. That's nice. Uh, and then there's a, a, a nice YouTube channel I like called Andrewism, the Afro-Trinidadian Solar park, solar punk anarchist guy. Okay. He's very practical and hopeful. So it's like Andrewism. Andrewism. Those will be my three shout-outs. All okay. right, All right. You know what? I mean, technically, that's that's six shout-outs when you count right. the the Kickstarter's. So yeah. I mean, broken arrow. <laughs> the broken arrow is probably not. You only well, got a quick time to get that turned around. Well, those ones, yeah, those Sacramento local ones could be really fun. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Trip, trip, giving their time back to the room that is uh, YouTube and Kickstarter <laughs> and other podcasts. Thank you, Trip. Good to see you. I will have you back yeah. sooner. Promise. Swearsies. I need to book uh, now. Actually, I don't have anybody for. <laughs> Ugh, I'm behind. Okay. Uh, good to see you, uh, Allie. Let's wrap up this program. I thought this was adorable of me. <laughs> let's see what you got out of uh, your business. You sell quickie miniature wedding services to antelopes. I do. <laughs> I do. Are you an antelope in the family way? Maybe you got knocked up on an all-antelope field trip to Ellis Island, where you snuck off while the other antelopes were learning about the Cossacks, and you got frisky in the part of Ellis Island where they shot Hitch, and now you need to get married fast before your parents find out. <laughs> Or maybe you got knocked up on an all-antelope field trip to a local renaissance fair where you ate too many turkey legs and got all horned up because you saw another <laughs> antelope impressing his friends with hitch trivia, and you got a little frisky, and now you need to get married fast before your parents find out. Mm -hmm. Well, good news for you. I marry antelopes all the time, aggressively and randomly. I will never ask why you want to get married or even who you want to get married to. I'll just nut up and do it, because that's the kind of douchebag I am. Also, did you know that some bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as a honey stomach? Thank you. you son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys get it? Small and elope, ant elope. You see what I... I'm oh. A... <laughs> I, I have. I, yeah, I did. I know. I wrote that, and I didn't connect those two. I know. <laughs> I, have, I have the ultimate respect for a stab callback. <laughs> oh, all right. I it was dumb, and I couldn't not do it. Oh, all right, guys. Stab is over. Thank you all for joining us tonight, and of course, a very special thank you to our spectacular panel. Big 
Benton Harshaw, Trip Hazard, and Allie Rubin. Now, if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, the good news is that we've got over 300 other episodes available. <laughs> Anytime you want via the podcast of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. We're really selling the Good Pods app. But if you'd like to catch the Sab Show live as it happens, if it's a Thursday night at 7 p.m., you can either come on down to the Stab Comedy Theater in person or stream the show live from the comfort of your home on Stab Comedy Theater TV. And that's all we have for tonight. Once again, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that you can do it. We believe in you. Good night. Yeah.